You're listening to the Wednesday Morning Show. It is 7:21. I'm Heidi Holton. We are next going to be talking with Minnesota Senator Tina Smith. We are learning a little bit about what our elected officials are up to. Also coming up at 8:10 this morning, we've got Minnesota Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan joining us. Senator Tina Smith is here now though. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Heidi. It's great to be with you. And I love that music there this morning. What a nice sound to wake up to this morning. I know. I'm feeling the need for something like that because the (laughs) trees are kind of bending over. There's a lot of wind this morning. And uh, even though the temperature is a little warmer with that wind, it chills you off really quick. I know. That's right. (laughs) And you know something about, I said, we've got the lieutenant governor joining us at 810. I believe I had conversations with you when you were our state's lieutenant governor as well. That's right. I'm so glad you're going to hear from Lieutenant Governor Flanagan this morning. I know that First Lady um, Jill Biden is coming to Minnesota today and is going to be talking about uh, child care, which is uh, work that Peggy has done. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Flanagan has done a lot of work on that as well. So Dr. Biden will be talking about um, our efforts at the federal level to support our child care system in Minnesota and make it stronger. So it'll be a great discussion, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, we you are here today to talk with us about something that just passed into law, the Supplemental Impact Aid Flexibility Act. This has to do with federal funding for schools, and they're described as federally connected schools. First, what does that mean? Well, so this is a complicated tax issue, but it has a real impact for school districts, um, especially in uh, the northern part of Minnesota, where the district has has, um, a lot of land in their district that is either owned by the federal government or is sort of off the tax rolls for other reasons. And if you think about it, schools pay for you know, their, um, their teachers and their bus drivers and their buildings by, um, you know, much through property taxes. So the pandemic has made running schools and has made our, our education, put so much pressure on our education system and including just the challenges of funding everything. So I teamed up with Senator John Thune, Republican from North Dakota, to come up with a solution so that schools in northern Minnesota with these um, big federal chunks of land in them don't have to jump through a bunch of hoops to get the federal money that they um, um, expect and plan for. We got it passed. Uh, President Biden signed it into law, and it's going to just help schools as they are grappling with some pretty big challenges um, over the over these um, last couple of years. Describing it as the federally connected schools, does that mean uh, tribal schools? Does it mean any schools that have some of that federal land there? What it means is um, what, what that refers to is land that is, it could be tribal land, it could be a military installation, it could be um, other land that because of federal decisions, not, not bad decisions, but just federal decisions, have taken that land off of the property tax rolls for that district. And uh, districts get compensated for that, as they should, so that they have a way to pay for their education, even though they have these often big chunks of land in, their, um, in the area of their school district that is off the property tax roll. So that's what it refers to. Okay. Um, what, talk a little bit more about what you know about what's happening with schools and teachers right now throughout the state of Minnesota and, and other ways that you're trying to help them through this time. 
One piece of really, really good news I think we should all keep our eye on here, despite all the challenges, is that roughly 98% of students across the country are in school and learning, and that compares to only about half of students about a year ago. So we've made great, great progress in getting kids back in school, which should absolutely be our top priority. There's no doubt, though, that school districts are struggling. There's challenges, especially as we've been living through this latest Omicron surge with um, um, teachers and bus drivers um, being out um, sick and not being able to work. Um, there's just been a lot of challenges. A couple of things that I'm doing right now that I think in addition to this bill we just passed and got signed into law um, to help. Um, one, we, through the bills that we passed last year, we've gotten you know, millions and millions of dollars to school districts in Minnesota to help them pay for improving their air filtration in the, in the buildings and um, helping to keep... Um, educators and retain new, you know, get new people to come in and work in the school district and help them pay for testing and, um, and other kinds of um, equipment and cleaning supplies that they've needed because of the pandemic. And that's been really, really helpful. The other thing we're doing right now is passing our budget bills, which I hope will, um, you know, help the federal government needs to step up and help to pay for, as we always have, the, some of the, you know, costs of educating our kids in Minnesota. The federal government has been a partner in paying for education, and that's the other part of the work that I'm working on right now to, to make sure that we get those appropriations bills done so that districts have the money that they've been counting on. We just had a text from an area teacher. Annie wrote in to say, please thank Senator Smith for her work with school funding. Our teachers are sometimes making less than a Starbucks barista, and schools can't increase salaries for teachers without appropriate funding. That is exactly right. And those teachers like Annie and others have been grappling with students that have a lot of challenges, additional challenges. Um, and so not only helping to make sure that educators get paid what they deserve, so that they can stay in the field that they love. But I've also been working hard to make sure uh, that we are um, helping to get mental health care services um, in schools so that, um, so that uh, students who need that um, kind of assistance um, can have it without having to, um, you know, figure out how to go someplace else. It's a great success story when those services are offered in schools, and we need to make sure that they're available everywhere, and I'm working on that too. That's Minnesota Senator Tina Smith. You can find more information and how to contact the senator at smith.senate.gov. Thanks for your time today. Thanks, Heidi. You are listening to the Wednesday Morning Show, connecting you to our elected officials. Coming up at 810, Minnesota Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan. And we continue to keep you connected to the arts of Minnesota through Area Voices with Katie Carter. Today we're learning about theater in Bemidji. Tune in at 845. We're meeting Derek Kuhl, director of Neil Simon's Rumors, and Vicki Stenerson is an actor in the play. Oh,